back and we're on. <laughs> we're back this morning with the Money Monkey. Fifth <laughs> caller gets invited to take the quiz. That's right. Every morning it's the animal and we've got... This is Wild Dan on the mic here. Coming at you at 7 a.m. sharp. How we doing, Cleveland? Whoa, Wild Dan. Pretty crazy up in here tonight. I feel like I should give a... <laughs> Okay, so that didn't help me literally at all because it doesn't represent the levels and that we'll be speaking. So, okay, so let's try let's try a little sound check again, but just with normal. Okay, all right, check. Hey, we're here at the top of the hour, and if you're the fifth caller, yeah, sure, yeah, check, check, check. All right, yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We also got a few guests with us uh, today, but before we do that. Since this can be anybody's first episode, I'll give you the brief rundown, the spiel that I do at the beginning of every episode. We do a very simple podcast, super simple premise. We listen to punk, hardcore, metal, stuff adjacent to that that people send in to us. Typically our first time hearing the releases in question, we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. We like stuff sometimes, sometimes we don't. But if we, Even if we don't like something, we encourage you to interact with it in whatever way you see fit. Buy it, go see bands, etc., we're not striving to be uh, professional critics, make objective value judgments, anything like that. Not trying to be tastemakers out here. Not trying to be cool guys. Uh, if, uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. My brain is broken. It's been two long days. Oh, yes, I was going to say, also, we have 10 bands in the queue every week. That's right. We roll some dice. We randomly select them. We usually get through through between five and seven of them per episode. That's what I was going to say. It's been a long, uh, a long two days. So we got two guests. One is a returning guest, our buddy Adam Walker. And then we also got our buddy Joe from Indianapolis, who's uh, who's decided to grace us with his presence. Happened to be in town, and that's really all it takes to be a guest on our podcast. Yeah, so, if, uh, if you're our friend and you're in town and you want to be on the podcast, sure, that's why not? It. I th- I I speak I, like I pay lip service all all the time to the idea of like try actively trying to get guests. On we here, never do, and I never do it. But anytime our friends are in town, we're like, hey, come on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because none of them got the sack like we do. That's right. None of them got the sack or the bag securing uh, skills. Let me say this. This is go- this episode is going to make Hell Week look like fucking child's play. <laughs> okay. All Y'all right. ain't even ready. Okay. okay. That's beautiful. Are we in for another 15 hours of recording? Is that it? <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Uh, we kind of, we, cover- we covered Adam's bona fides on the last episode. Joe, what makes you qualified? What makes you qualified uh, beyond, above somebody else? to speak with authority on the sick tunes that we're going to hear tonight. Well, you want me to give you my resume? Yeah, yeah. Let's hear your let's hear your subculture resume. Well, just in case any bands I've ever been in are still around, I'm not going to plug them, so fuck them. Okay. <laughs> I like I'll, that energy. <laughs> I, I was in Catasarca with Adam, so I'll say that because Adam's here. But I'm sure. in a band called Hell Regal right now that I play guitar in, and we just released our uh, newest thing, so check that out. But uh, otherwise... I'm just a big fan. Hell yeah! How about that? That's sick. That's that's exact. That's that's what we are. Right, just a and couple you, big fans. And you have the best Poison Idea shirt I've ever seen on right now. Thank you. Yeah, that shirt is so fucking good, dude. Thank you. It's so so good. I I that's the first thing I said something about when I saw you today. I was like, that shirt's fucking incredible. Thank um, you. Five dollars. Five American dollars. Yeah, because yeah. it's a misprint. Like it fucking <laughs> matters. It's better that it's a misprint. Yeah, it's so fucking sick. 
Um, speaking of which, uh, shout out to Mark from TKO again. He said he's uh, sending us some Poison Idea reissues this okay, week. Okay, cool. Yeah, and he also, I we're not going to get around to it this week because despite the fact that we did that fucking futile exercise, that is hell week, we're still like, you know, we're already a month behind again. I know. You know? So, uh, but he, he did, he does have an active release that he sent in. So we will eventually get around to a new TKO Records release at okay. some point. So shout out to Mark. Um, so the first thing I was going to lead with, cause I don't really have much, my brain is mostly empty at you this point. You spent all day at the flea market. Yeah. I spent all day at the, at the vintage flea vending and mm-hmm. then got caught in gale force winds That's and right. hail. At the all end your of the stock day. was ruined. Well, not all of it, but some of it got a little fucked up for yeah. sure. Um, but, uh, and then I had the show last night and I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off trying to manage stuff, which I don't excel at. And I also don't like to do literally at all. Like I don't, it, it brings me no joy whatsoever. I just want to see cool bands. So I booked them and, and it must bring you something. Well, seeing the bands brings me something, but doing all of the logistical bullshit that, uh, is required of me to make that happen does not bring me any joy at mm-hmm. all. So, uh, I was going to ask for two more, more objective parties than myself, because you have nothing invested in, uh, Fort Wayne, the Fort Wayne subcultural community or like, uh, shows that go on at the house. What'd you think of it? What's the pit report from the show last night? How was it? Well, first off, you're the Jesus Christ of Fort Wayne, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I know. I need to climb down from, off the cross. From what you just said. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yeah, I, I know. just learned that. I didn't realize that. I'm glad you explained that to me. Drenched yeah. in the blood of our Christ. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was cool. I saw more people from Indy yeah. than I've seen in Indy. In sure. the last five years, yeah, I at know. Fort Wayne last night, so yeah, that it was, was actually the most comfortable show I've been to, yeah, in probably six or seven years because yeah. half the motherfuckers there were people I've known from Indy, so yeah, it had some strong class reunion vibes for sure. Yeah, like I thought I was really gonna be kind of shitty because I'd be just sitting there not knowing anybody, but it wasn't yeah. like that at all. It was cool. Yeah, it was a good sure. show. And uh, by the way, first show I've been to in a while because you know, obviously this COVID shit refreshingly young audience oh yeah 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 for sure yeah yeah no doubt there's like a ton of young kids that come out to shows here which is actually pretty sick um it's like it's and it's it's a but it is a weird vibe because like they're not like i was just talking about this to zavin last night my girlfriend after the show is like they're not they're not like easily classifiable subculture kids they're just like mid-sized American city, like freak kids. Perfect. Well, their mind is mushed from the internet, probably. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you know, just the cool thing about kids is they don't bring kids to shows. <laughs> that yes, is real. They don't like children kids. That is like, true. They don't have like their eight-year-old with the big Fort, muffs yes. on their ears, like yeah, 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 yeah. Eh, right. Yeah, this yeah. fun. And yeah. the kid's crying and nobody likes it. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Everybody's blowing pot in his face and drinking <laughs> beer around him. You know what I mean? It's like super fucked up that they're even there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, well, for sure. Although, come on, you don't want to see a 15-year-old bring a three-year-old with them to <laughs> see what wow. DIY punk show. That would be cool. <laughs> Just throw it into the pit. <laughs> Just kick it throw around it. like so, a soccer it's ball. Not even so, his wait, 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 wait. So, so how old does a kid have to be before you stop referring to it as it? Right? I feel like right. three by three, Ten. it's a them. I feel like, right. I feel like maybe the first yeah. eight months, mm-hmm. it's an it. You know, because they're still basically like uh, a toy, right? Like, like like eight months, it, right? Sure, yeah. After that, you know, it's it's them or he or she or whatever, right? But it's it's definitely an it until eight months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I would say by all standards, you're like a worthless fuck until you're 16. So you're pretty much it until you can work and fucking you do no, something productive. Yeah, you have sure. no fucking rights. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> you have no agency over yourself. I mean, until then, you're just like a f- an action figure of your parents. <laughs> no, you know no, no, I mean? no. Because I, I think that, like, you know, there is there there is a there is a period where as long as you don't have responsibility over them, like, it's pretty fun. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, I remember with my niece and nephews, but then they hit, like, 13 or 14. They can yeah. fuck off. I said it before. You can fuck off until you're, like, 26. Yeah, <laughs> right. I agree. You know? Also, but, I think when you hit 14, you're, like, I'm I'm squarely against, uh, like, I don't think spanking your kid, like, the, 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 the research is in on that. It doesn't really help anyone. But I think once you hit, like, 13, 14, you can get hit in the face, too. That's you got, That's you, my heart and fast. All over me, but you I was talking about. I was talking I said, about I said, kid when, kids. When I said, when I said, you know, I think there's, I think there's something to learn from adhering to the old ways. Yeah. and you were like, no, that's not true. You should never hit them. And I was like, I don't know, man, just beat the shit out of. Them. I was talking about, I was talking about kid kids. Once you're 14, <laughs> I, you can get smacked in the face for yeah, sure. You think, you think that's that's your stance? Yeah, 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 that's, for sure. Once you've entered into puberty and you have the ability to sort yeah. of like self actualize in a in a serious way, I think you can get like popped in the mouth or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because now, I mean, uh, yeah, well, I don't, I don't want to go into these waters. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and like, 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 you know, adults shouldn't be pummeling children. No, no. Period. Yes, right? definitely not. Not, not to say that I didn't get fucking pummeled when I was a child. Sure. Um, and look at me. Right. Yeah, yes. Well, um, see, that was my pushback against you. I'm just fine. I was like, are, are we the examples of of the good things that happen when someone whoops your ass as a kid? Because if so, I don't think it's like a glowing review of the of the situation you know yeah, what i'm whatever. saying but um you know I, yeah. there's probably plenty of 14 year olds that wouldn't would disagree with your assertion that it's uh it's fair game at that <laughs> <point>. <laughs> yeah probably so uh so adam how, how about you how'd you you have a good time last night was it cool do you like it yeah great energy that was my second time seeing spy i saw him at tacoma at a fest last year and it was pretty bananas and uh, yeah, it's good seeing um, this multi generational yeah. crowd all convening sure. for sure. these new bands yeah. and having a good time. Sure. And that's really my main takeaway from it is like you see like the lifers, you know, connecting with the the fresh blood and, and sure. intermingling in the only way that they should connect. With the fresh blood, <laughs> yes, right? for sure. Because like in any other setting. Yeah. Quite in any other setting, it would be weird. It is very fucking weird to totally. be filled with, you know. Yeah. And I had that exact thought because I was at one moment. It was during MS Paint. I was kind of close to the band, and there was some very young people in sure. front of me, wiling out. And I was like, "This is really the only place where I could have what I consider like a legitimate interaction with them, where I didn't sure. feel weird, yes. right? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> because of the, you know, the." The distance right, and because age. It's, it's the point of intersection, and, and like you know, there should be no other like you know let you know. Well, I was gonna say it also felt like it's an equalizing scenario. Sure, sure. Like exactly. I in 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 that scenario, I feel no different than exactly. That. That's right. that's my point, and I'm not yeah. trying to allude to like weird, creepy stuff. Right. I'm just saying like. I, I have nothing in common with fucking teenagers, and by and large, other than that one point of intersection, they're irritating. I as want shit. nothing in yeah, common. With absolutely, them. I shouldn't. It would be weird if I did. Sure. Yes. Likewise, it would be weird if a fifteen-year-old decided that, like, yo, a forty-five-year-old dude, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For well, sure. and also shout out to our fellow uh, 
countrymen from Indianapolis uh, busting out the chain. Oh, dude, I, that was. That's when I knew that this yeah. was top shelf for sure. I agree. <laughs> no glass. <laughs> when when the chain came out, yep. I was like. Uh, yeah, dude, yes. it was. I was so happy to see Chain Mosh enter into Fort Wayne for the first time in a very long time. <laughs> no <Right>. glass. <laughs> yeah, you're mad at me for for not. Okay, the, when you looked at me and threw the fucking the glass the, the glass floor on it. the floor before the the show even started. I felt a fury towards you that I haven't <laughs> I felt in a long time. You were pretty mad. I was like, I what the fuck are you doing? You, you were like, no, no, no. And I can tell you were serious. Brandon was pretty nervous. Yeah. And I'm holding the glass in my hand. I'm like, come on. And I just throw it over my shoulder. Yeah. Breaks. And I'm like, come on. It's just a little bit of glass. Yeah, man. And we can just put the glass on the floor. Sure. People don't have to interact with it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. just see what happens. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There was already a chain. There was already jumbo sized poppers. And I knew as soon as I knew that a large contingent of Indianapolis people were rolling up too, I was like, people will be jumping off the speakers. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It is what it is. I, I was fully prepared for all of these eventualities. Uh, so just adding glass um, Christmas ornaments into the equation just didn't feel like the move in that moment. I know it felt pretty organic to me. <laughs> it wasn't organic at all because actually what you did is for some reason open a cabinet that had nothing to do with anything going on, find glass no, ornaments no, no, and no, no, say, no, no. let's throw these all out right. here. So hold on. Yeah. You're in a house, a uh -huh. strange house that sure. you have no responsibility towards. Yeah. Right. The setting is one of relative liberty, right? Sure. Like I can mingle upstairs. I can go upstairs and pet the cat. Yeah. Right. Fabulous butt cheeks on that cat. <laughs> yeah. Well, she has an allergy issue where she licks the hair off the back of her. Well, her legs. legs were all, and I put yeah. her down, and there were her butt cheeks. Yeah. Sure. Right? Yeah. 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 But like, I, it's one of general liberty. Yeah. I'm walking down the stairs into the basement. Oh, look, a little cubby hole with doors. What do you do if you see a little cubby hole with doors? <laughs> I just keep it moving. You look in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just keep it moving, man. You have to. Did you check the fridge? I, I didn't because, you know, I, I'm not interested in whatever, whatever they've got in their fridge is not as good as what I've got in mine. Right. So I'm not interested. I in checked that. it. But like a <laughs> cubby hole, a secret cubby hole. I'm looking in that Christmas ornaments, yeah. hardcore show. It's 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 like <laughs> hand in glove. Right. Sure. It's either going to be Christmas ornaments or porn. Yeah. In <laughs> either way. In that cabinet. Yeah. Right, or, or like old paint. And <laughs> in, in any one of those scenarios. Hand in glove. I'm really <laughs> glad that you didn't discover the old paint because there's a whole cabinet full of that. I know. It's around the back. I know uh, where it is. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you didn't get the, a buck up your ass about fucking you. It's really necessary <laughs> we put these paint cans out and just see what happens. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> sure. So, all right. Let's let's uh, let's jump into the meat of the show if nobody else has anything to bring no, up. No, because we've I, only listened in the past two episodes. We've only listened to 10 bands. And also, there's going to be a lot of banter on this episode. We got four, four morons in the same room. Yeah, so. And I've already committed to being in Fort Wayne for essentially two fucking days. Yeah. So we better make it fun because sure. Right. We've made it this long. Let's party. Right. You know yeah. What yeah. I, mean? uh, I will say though, on that tip, real quick, Scott Kilcoin pointed out that this is like the maybe the first time he's ever rolled into Fort Wayne in like during daylight hours in his life, and was surprised by how relatively nice it it kind of felt. You know, I, when I I came up to Scott, for, well, the first thing I said when we were pulling up to the house, I said it to Nate. I said. A fucking nice place, man. Like, yeah. I, I live here. Yeah, for That's sure. Very nice. It's not bad, you know? right? Yeah. We had a great meal. I got shrimp and grits. Yeah. I can't get that anywhere in Indy. No. Rarely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, first thing Scott said to me was, ah, "Nice place." I was fucking it. I know it. I know. I was shocked. I always thought it was a dump, dude. 
it, it's it used to be more of a dump than it presently is. Fort, Fort, Fort Wayne is often likened to the uh, the uh, Monaco of the Upper Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think a real a coast. real a real destination. <laughs> I just saw the biggest fucking. Oh, God. There's a big centipede? There's a big basement crawler, and that is my least favorite type of living creature. It's gone. No, it's not gone. It's lurking, and it's ready to fucking attack at any moment. God, I hate those things. They 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 awaken a primal yeah, sort of the, nervousness. I don't, I don't like me. them either, but whatever. Yeah, you you told me stories about taking ch- showers in the basement yeah, as a kid. Yeah, in a kid in the and, farmhouse. And the centipedes the just like falling. Oh, place, my yeah. God, dude. No, not a chance, dude. I would, I'd go to school smelling like a fucking big pile of shit. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, let's, uh, let's look at the queue this week. So first up, we have got uh, a band called Chemical Imbalance. Uh, the release is Gary the Farmer and the Hallucinary Cattle Skulls. Um, this is an Australian band. It was sent in by Brody, uh, one of our many Australian submitters at this point. Then we've got Body Farm with Living Hell. Um, this was sent in by our local buddy, John. Uh, then we have got Pitva, P-I-T-V-A, with their self-titled release. It's a release out on Static Age Music. was sent in by Derek W. Don't know anything about this. Looks kind of cool. I think he maybe said it was like post-punky shit. Definitely mm-hmm. looks like that. Then we have got Scum Strike with Deadly Intrusions. This was sent in by uh, Jake. Don't know anything about this either, uh, but I think he described it as ha- uh, maybe being akin to like Hellhammer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I forget what this is on right now, but this is getting kind of like making the rounds. Okay. Word. It's Caligari. Caligari. Oh, yeah. it's Caligari. Yeah, okay. that's right. I got an email about it from Caligari. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Then next up, we have a band whose name, um, I say this sometimes, but this time I really, really fucking mean it. We've got an Icelandic band uh, whose name is like, I imagine even if you are Icelandic is probably a mouthful to say because it's four words. So you're already, that's a lot for a band, period. You know what I'm saying? And... I don't know, dude. Do Icelandic people just expect us to roll with this? You they, know? We expect them to roll with English. Yeah, but English is not like this. You know what I'm saying? I think it's pretty straightforward. I think if you don't speak English, English is just like this. That's awfully ethnocentric and culturally. Why don't you? Yeah, come on. Yeah, I stop a little being more so. In, yeah, stop being so insensitive. <laughs> you fucking prick. Yeah, for sure. I mean. You really, want, they should, want, you they should to... get over it and just learn English. Yeah, that's what I'm I mean, saying. That's on. what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. Do, do, do they want to succeed? Or not? Right, exactly. Do, do you uh, Do you want me to give it the give it the go and pronounce it? Yeah, I, I'd love to. Yeah, Gudir Hins Nia Tima. Okay, cool. I have no. You know, it's interesting. I actually know a guy who used to live uh, in Indiana who now lives in Iceland and is like an Icelandic like history and mythology. Like, uh, I think I don't know if he has his doctorate, but I think he's his master's in it, and he just mm-hmm. moved there. So he's got some cool ideas about uh, cool things like, no. uh, you know, <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's yeah. not. No, he's not that kind of guy at all. He's just a dork. OK, he's a really nice. Well, they dude. all are, too. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not a racist dork. <laughs> he's just a normal dork. Did you know that people in Iceland like legitimately believe in elves? Yeah. yeah. They legitimately believe that. You can't develop in certain areas because you will disrupt yeah. elven territory. They're very whatever, stupid what, people. Whatever, <laughs> whatever I mean, prevents you from developing <laughs> right. in certain areas. Right. If that's, I mean, if that's the if that's the, if the that's game you got to play. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. I, I do know that, like in Iceland, there's you know a movement to um, it, I don't know how big it is, but there's a movement to like reforest the island because yeah. it was essentially deforested. Yeah, give it back to the elves. Give it back to the elves. Well, sure. I thought we had some cop outs. 
that's the biggest cop out to having a shitty life. Well, the fucking elves did it, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. oh, I can't get a, you know, yeah. the elves no, I won't think that's let way me better. succeed. I, I think it's way better. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm into that. Like, I wish I fucking believed in elves. I think right? I made that comment too when I heard that. I was like, that's how we need to stop any sort of like yeah. encroachment and development anywhere. Is just be like, yo, there's dragons that live there. Don't <laughs> fuck with that area at all. That's how it, that. I mean, where do you think Jimmy came from? Old Jimmy Christ. And fucking all the others, man. It came from, like, myth and legend and all that shit. Just make it cooler, right? Yeah. I don't want to see some bleeding sop nailed to fucking wood. Oh, feel bad for him, right? Right. No, like, yo, there's a fucking troll over there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. cool. Yeah, I sure. mean, Jesus Christ is just a reinterpretation of a sun god. Yeah. Myth. Sure. myth right. Sure, like, yeah. reinterpreted over time. Right. You yeah. can shove it right up my fucking black hole for all I care. <laughs> okay, so... uh Next up, we've got combust. Oh, there you go. There's a nice, simple nice English. English word. <laughs> combust with another life. This is a band from New York. It was sent in by Robert. I know this band. I haven't listened to this new stuff. It's like bouncy New York hardcore kind of stuff. You don't but say. I think hey, it's... it's fucking New York. <laughs> hey, we got it. So it's a band called Combust yeah. from New York, and they have the title track. I mean, the first track off of this fucking uh, album is called The Big Game. Right. I wonder what it sounds like. <laughs> sure, yeah, I wonder. Uh, I haven't listened to this new stuff. I thought I think this is a band that does this style particularly well, but haven't listened to this new stuff. Maybe they've taken a few steps back. Um, then we have got uh, Ava Turn, I believe is how that's pronounced. I would imagine with the Ailing Facade. This is also a band from New York. It was sent in by our buddy Trey, who plays in Inner Arma. He usually sends us in good weirdo shit. He described this as being a mix of a lot of different stuff. He name dropped uh, various. Um, disparate bands. Uh, it sounds like some shit that Trey re would recommend. Sure. Um, he also mentioned that all of the musicians are like bona fide rippers. Uh, then we have got Spit Kink with Get It. This was sent in by uh, Levi. Don't know nothing about it, but I could probably guess based on the name of the art a little bit about it. Then we have uh, Second Derna, I believe is how that's pronounced, with Vagen Hem. This is a band from Sweden. Uh, this was sent in by Matthias, who is our uh, regular Swedish contributor. And then last up, we have Combat with Text Me When You Get Back. Uh, this is a band from Elliott City, Maryland. It was sent in by Daniel. He said it's uh, one of his favorite new projects out of the area. I think Daniel has sent us, sent us in like uh, stuff from this general area. I think we cool. had a couple of his uh, his submissions in like the Hell Week. Is that, yeah, is that the one where he had something from like mid-Maryland? Yeah, 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 for sure. I think that's the same, same okay. cat. So uh, let's roll a dice, see what's up first. Two. Two, okay. Uh, two is uh, Body Farm. This is the thing that John submitted. Uh, the release is Living Hell. You can find this at so this is progress .com. Also, I forgot to apologize at the top of the show, but I had to talk to people all day and all last night, and I also sang along to a, a negative approach cover, so my voice is a, <laughs> my voice is pretty froggy. You had to talk. Do you need me to lubricate that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure we could work something out. Um, I'm feeling a little hungry for those, cum. That, those, that would be a good spot for the sound effects. <laughs> right sure. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah. those vocal cords of a 30 year old man just don't hold up like these. They don't, man. I, I, dude, if I have to, if I have to talk to people all day, I'm fucked. Yeah. It, I, I don't know what it is. It's not good. Yeah. Something's wrong. With Withered me. and frayed. I, I, I got yeah. the cords of a spry 16 year old. You do, man. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so I, I know this is a band that people like, but I don't think I've actually listened to this stuff before. I haven't either. I, I, I know it's a band people like. I've seen people name check them. I don't know anything about them, but I can guess a few things based on the fact that John submitted it and just looking at the art and sure. stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, so uh, let's see. They got uh, the song 2020, which also is the first song on here queued up. It's a little long comparatively to the rest of the songs on sure here. Sure is. But there is a minute 41 song on here. There's a there's a minute 26. It's not like absurdly long okay. comparatively. So we'll start with there. Uh, we're going to listen to 2020 by Body Farm off of Living Hell. Justice is not a concept we read about in a book. Justice is about the water we drink. Justice is about the air we breathe. Justice is about how easy it is to vote. Justice is about how much ladies get paid. Justice is about if we can stay with our children after we have them for a just amount of time. Mothers, fathers, and all parents. Justice is about making sure that being polite is not the same thing as being quiet. Let us remember that a fight means no person left behind. So when people want to stop talking about the issues that black women face, when people want to stop talking about the issues that trans women or immigrant women face, we got to ask them, why does that make you so uncomfortable? We need to advance and fight for an America where all people are welcome and no people are left behind. Okay, we just heard the song 2020 by the band Body Farm off of their record Living Hell. I should also note, I forgot to, this band is from Baltimore, Ohio, which I imagine has got to be a suburb of a larger place in Ohio, I would imagine. It's a suburb of Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, right. Okay. That's just, yeah, it's just way, it's way, way, way out, out there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, sure. it's incorporated. Okay, so who has some thoughts they'd like to share? Uh, I didn't. So, okay, here's my thoughts. I don't. I didn't like this. No, me neither. Um, but this... Um, this take, uh-huh. I think, is pretty formative and important for probably a lot of young folks that are sure. feeling uh, like we've talked before how, how like all that shit that you really fucking vent and care about, mm-hmm. it just goes away. Yes, like you still at least at least if you're anything like me, you take all that stuff, you compress it, you compact it, you condense it into a white hot little fucking like like super dense core. Yeah, and you put it away. And uh, you just sit on that inferno for the rest of your fucking life. 
but yeah. um, you don't really, you don't, this isn't generally speaking, um, I guess, an appropriate form for a full-on ass adult sure, yeah, to yeah, engage yeah. in. Right. I, I also have a counterpoint to something that's said in this song. The line, revolution is coming. My counterpoint would be, no, it isn't. Yeah, that would be mine. It's been coming for a long time. It still ain't here, man. <laughs> it's been it's been coming for a while. I think I think we're pretty thoroughly derailed on that on that point. Yeah, we're we're far too fucking comfortable. I, told, I, I think we need I think we need like a solar EMP yeah. to really spark that fucking fire once again and decide, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Let's let's throw it all away, right? We we're gonna have to get a lot taken from us before we're ready to draw the line, right? Because I would say on on paper I lean about as far left as you can get, but in practice I'm sitting somewhere in the middle having a good time enjoying my life. Right. On paper I'm about as far left as you can get, but in yeah. practice I'm at the bottom of the deepest, darkest fucking hole you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, so yeah, my thoughts on this pretty much mirrored your own. I thought the uh, the vocals were were by far the weak point of this. I don't I don't know who okayed that in during the process. This is a situation to me. We've we've talked about this on the show before where like you maybe you got a homie who's like I can sing for your band. I think we talked about it on a Patreon episode. I can't remember what band it was. Uh it it was one of the maybe the Splits series that we did. Yeah, I don't know. Um it, it was like a a, a fast core or a power violence band with the the worst vocals of all time. Okay. And um and I I, I had I expressed this Was it shit fit? Maybe, maybe. It might uh, have been shit fit because those are pretty bad. Yeah, so it was like maybe this is a situation where like sight unseen or sound unheard, I guess in this case, you agree to let your friends sing for your band and then they get to the studio and they do this and you're too far in it then. Well, or it could be that that's not the fucking point because this is very forward with like obviously the motivation. Sure. And it might not even fucking matter at that point. Which we've often talked about how, like, message-forward bands uh, sometimes suffer on the sonic front. Right, but know? at the same time, like, if, you know, I know that, like, for me anyway, all the shit, I don't know about you guys, but the, the shit that I really fucking, like, got me fired up mm -hmm. was very message-forward. Oh, no doubt, of right? course. In the 90s, Absolutely. right? At least yeah. the hardcore was sure. very message-forward. No doubt, right? no doubt, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I think it's, I think there's, it's, it's something that everybody just sort of like, especially early on, just sort of jumps all in on. I yeah. think overall, this, like musically, whatever, I've heard tons of stuff like sure. this, but overall I think the recording was fucking toothless. Yeah, yeah. For all its speed and all its fury, there was literally no fucking punch. There was yeah. no, there were no teeth to this whatsoever. Yep. What about uh, what about our Indianapolis correspondents? Well, that's, I was going to say, like, first off, the vocals, I didn't like them at all. Sure. I think they might have worked with something that was like a little more musically straightforward, not so fast. But yeah, the biggest thing about that is you pretty much covered everything I was going to say, more or less. But the reverb on doesn't work when you're doing breakneck speeds. If you're doing not at all, if you're going to be, you know, I mean, save the reverb for shit that it makes sense. Like if it's Satanic Rites by Hellhammer, yeah, go ahead. But like, dude, this shit is too fast. And that yeah. just sounds like bullshit in the mix yes. and also like you were saying it just took the teeth right out of it yeah so there was no punch to the vocals and yeah. uh also i just fucking hate music like this so sure like i this is probably one of my least favorite types of punk hardcore whatever so yeah i didn't like this at all but i mean overall i thought it was like musically kind of cool but the vocals just turned me right off yeah. and then they did the classic break with the 
big dog vocals at the end sure, and that's yeah, like yeah, turns yeah. me off even more because it's just like a hack trick to make it sound hard for a second and yeah it yeah. didn't sound hard it sounds stupid to me so. for sure yeah so i'm going to temper these <laughs> opinions okay. a little bit okay, okay. um well I, I will say up front that i have a, a project that's been in the works for the past couple of years that we were asked to play with these guys sure in okay. seattle um <clears throat> because what we're doing kind of fits similarly to what they're doing sure it's kind of like this melding of a lot of different influences into fast fastest sure. fast kind of punk rock or whatever fast hardcore and we didn't end up doing it for whatever reason um i appreciate what they're trying to do sure and again going back to the message forward aspect of it as someone also who is like literally like a card carrying member of socialist organizations right. and has been proactive to varying degrees. I don't mean to interrupt you here, but I just want to let everybody know we're dealing with somebody that actually cares about things. That's true. Just keep that in mind. We, we well, are. we got, we got to, we got, we got to be in here. the mix. Hotty fucking die. <laughs> but mind you, someone also that has to constantly wrestle with that deeply ingrained misanthropy. Sure. You know, mm -hmm. so it's that volleying back and forth internally of, yeah, you know, I want to see humanity reach its potential, right. but also I wouldn't mind seeing humanity get nuked. Right. You <laughs> yeah, know, of right. Course, my, yeah. my whole thing has been, and I had this discussion with you before where yeah. it's like, I want to see if we can at least try to achieve this vision of mm -hmm. equality. And if we get to that point and we're still fucking up, then yeah, yeah nuke it from space. I, see, I have a vision of, of equality where basically, you know, we're just process down to our you know elemental minerals or the world is a graveyard and, and, and recycled that way <laughs> so, so yo on that tip real quick in, in terms of things that like instill us with like uh, deep misanthropy and like sap us of any hope for success uh, in terms of like the human uh, social like the, the human experiment we'll call it is I went into Chipotle before this to just grab a quick burrito because I hadn't eaten anything right. today. How 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 in the world can you not be a misanthrope when you go into Chipotle? Well, so I go up there and I order a burrito and they start giving me a burrito bowl and I'm like, no, of course I don't want that. I want a fucking burrito. Uh, so I'm like, hey, oh no, I ordered a burrito and they're like, oh, we're out of tortillas. And I was like, oh, oh, like totally out. And they were like, yeah, we're having like supply chain issues. Supply chain, brother. which is fine. Only they are right next door to like a legitimate Mexican restaurant and then right next door to them to that is a Kroger like a full-size Kroger. Work. I know it's not how things work and that's what I was sitting there while I was eating my Chipotle tacos right. which is a shameful fucking act <laughs> to eat. like you get a burrito from Chipotle fine right. you got quick food you're eating tacos from Chipotle you look like a fucking mark you look like a chump yeah you you bought tacos from Chipotle you're a fucking bitch and I like that you just pointed out that there's a Mexican joint right next right. door well I knew shows to go with the tacos. Chipotle, well that's yeah. because I was on my way over here so I needed just a little quick stop you know what I mean right, so I gotcha. so but what that got me thinking about was like how like bureaucracy and like corporate structure and policy and stuff prevents the most common sense course of action from taking place where they should on any planet if you look at the problem from a problem solving angle send someone across the fucking parking lot to buy jumbo sized tortillas from Kroger to fix the problem. It's not, it's not gonna how it's gonna happen. But it's not how it's gonna happen. And, and I, as I sat there just eating my tacos, I was just thinking, man, like, human beings cannot be trusted like this 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 experiment has failed we cannot we cannot be trusted to like 
to manage even the smallest the like, smallest processes every waking moment of the day is an insult and an exercise in confirmation <laughs> that, that like yeah. no matter how how minuscule sure right no matter yeah. how minuscule and threadbare the example yeah it is proof positive that humanity is a failed experiment <laughs> right, yes and that's so that's that's why i've really pivoted in my 30s now to like putting my nose to the grindstone and honing in on my own shit because if i let my mind wander even just a uh, just a foot outside of that space i'm like it's all over man we failed it's done it's burning it's horrible nothing's good nothing works and i was confronted with that today when chipotle was out of tortillas you should have just said well can you just use a bunch of taco shells and <laughs> make it a burrito <laughs> i should have said that sure but hindsight's 2020 you know anyway adam fin finish your thought the devil is in the details my man <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> it dude yeah. um <clears throat> So I appreciate the elements that are going into this and the exuberance. Yeah, I'm I sure. will say that preamble, the 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 spoken word, that you know, that's something that's a time honored thing sure with sure. politically driven, message driven music. Right. Yeah. That could have been truncated quite a bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know, because it does detract from the overall impact of yeah. the song once it comes in. Sure. And that you know they're trying to pull from disparate elements to yeah. create what they're doing. So. You know, over time, it could be a thing that maybe gets buttoned up a little bit better. So, like, I definitely am not going to lay into this as much. No, as I, I don't think it. I don't. I don't think we laid into it. I mean, I've been. We've been. I've been much harsher. I know. Yeah. We're just, not telling I, anybody to kill himself. We're not telling you to stop doing it or anything like that. I'm just like I even said. You know, hey, I think that like this sort of thing is 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 important for me when I was young. Sure, right. The yeah. exuberance. Sure. Mm -hmm. I guess that's another way of saying that I am. I am dead. Right, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, no longer like exuberant. That font of exuberance is long, long since gone dry. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, Nestle, um, Nestle just drilled those waters deep. Yeah. And sold off that commodity. Sure. Right. But that aquifer is gone. But like, yeah, that's fine and that's everything. But and, and, and super important. I appreciate the exuberance and all that sort of thing. But I don't like this. The ship has sailed for me. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's see what's up next. All right, seven. All right, seven is uh, Spit Kink. You can find this at spitkink.bandcamp.com. One uh, time I had a girl try to lick my teeth. I don't know. That's probably similar to a spit kink. That's in the same, it's in the same general category. She said, can I lick your teeth? I said, I wouldn't prefer it. It's gross. Yeah, it's I don't just, like it at all. Are there it's, any nerves in the tooth? Are there no oh, nerves. Yes. Are in the tooth itself? Well, absolutely. Well, on the, out, on the outer Like high school health? The pulp cavity? It's where the blood vessels oh, and sure, nerves sure, are. Sure, sure, sure. What do you think fucking hurts when you bite in the cold ice cream? I figure that was up in the up in the actual, you know, no, what it's I'm in the tooth. Man. Okay. Word, word, word. It's just um I don't know. Gross. Yeah, yeah, I didn't it's I, a little creepy. Chris we we've already established kissing's gross. Sure. Sex is gross. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. If, well, you, if we really get down to it, yeah. You get a little clarity and uh -huh. you think about what's happening. Oh yeah. Absolutely disgusting. For sure. So no, well, you, did you score? Uh, no, I, I had a really, <laughs> I had a really weird time that weekend and I did not score. I think, I think if I was asked to lick my dad, I'd be like, I drove home from Detroit much earlier than I planned. I don't um, even like being physically touched most of the time. Yeah, I know that. Ugh. I hug all my friends, but you. I just don't. Yeah, sure. What, yeah. what did, uh, Johnny Rotten said something once that can do, I don't bother with all that squelching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So, uh, I just wanted to point out that this is on Terryton Tapes. Okay. Uh, or uh, Tetrion, pardon, yeah, Tetrion. which is like associated with Feral Kid. We had something else on Tetrion. Okay, well, cool, cool, um, cool. So, 
All right, cool. Let's uh, let's just jump right into this then. They've got the first song, which is also the title track, queued up to play. So we're going to listen to Get It by Spit Kink off of Get It. We just listened to the song Get It off of the record Get It by Spit King. What'd you boys feel about that? It reminded me of like the music you'd hear on like a Mazda RX-7 commercial. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And there'd be like pretty 
well-dressed people on top of a New York City building with, like, sure. vibrant lights, and then right. some guy would drive by really fast with an RX-7, <laughs> and then, like, a neon light would follow the trail, and, yeah. like, then that... Ding, ding, ding. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they would be they God would be damn, yeah. young, but also seemingly for their for their age bracket, yeah, um, um, unreasonably well dressed, sure, yes. and affluent and well to do. Right, like what do these people like, do? It, how how do you even have any money if you're just fucking off with your <laughs> friends every weekend to go like yeah. you know to Coney Island or whatever the fuck it is people do in New York and have fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just do. Let, hey, fuck it. Let's just do a road trip to. Uh, oh, fuck it. Let's throw a Flagstaff, Arizona, <laughs> right? And yeah. we'll have the fucking top down, and yeah. we're stargazing while we're going. And this fucking Republica rehash yeah. is uh, playing in the commercial. Sure. Yeah, I think that's a pretty accurate assessment. Actually, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin to say if this was good or bad. It just sounds like shit you hear when you walk by PacSun, you go, oh, okay. Yeah, right. sure. <laughs> right, I would say there's definitely this feeling of, of of a manicured, nonchalant, false hipness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind sure. of vibe going on to so, it. So I think that I, I will acknowledge you're right. And that's kind of what turned me off is it's really manicured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, it's... um. They say it's very dumb dance music, so I get it. They're going. I, I get it. Sure, I get it. I get it by Spit Kink. Right. They're going for a thing. Yes. Did you, did you tap your toes at all? I mean, I do like some dumb dance music. Same. I wouldn't necessarily say that this would get me going. Yeah. No. And, no. This was a little too self-aware. I think. And I mean, I know one of your pet peeves that you reiterate on air is song lengths. Sure. And I don't necessarily. <clears throat> hold to that as much as you guys but when it comes to music like this that is specifically pop driven yeah pop oriented you know you could use a little editing that didn't need to go as many times as it did yeah you know and i mean some of the influences that i feel that they're pulling from i'm into that stuff sure and it's like it's some of its parts that's not really yeah, like I said, I don't, this was a little too self-aware in uh, what it was going for. It, it felt a little less organic in that way. Right, exactly. Like I feel like a lot of the things that are very clear influences on this uh, are things that I connect with for sure, but this just didn't do much for me. I should also point out, uh, I did so off off air, this is, this is very much in the orbit of other stuff that we've talked about on the show recently. You pointed out this is via Tetrion Tapes. You can get it via the Feral Kid Records. And distro. also um, Swimming Faith Records. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. So, so you know, uh, our buddy Biff uh, runs Feral Kid. Um, this is also a side project of uh, the dude who does Science Man, who we just listened to on the show, like, maybe a few weeks ago, I want to mm-hmm. say, um, and who I like a lot. Who yeah, actually I, just, en- I enjoyed that Yeah, they, and well. he actually just hit me up about trying to book Science Man in Fort Wayne at some point this summer. So, yeah, this is in the orbit of, of people that we know and stuff that we enjoy. This just didn't really hit me, man. You no. know what I mean? It just, I, I think, yeah, I, I'm sure that this is at least partially tongue-in-cheek. Like, on one hand, a, a an earnest homage to things that they genuinely enjoy and also like, hey, it's dumb, it's fun. And I get that, but... I don't, I'm like, I don't I'm, like fun. I was going to say I'm dumb and fun in a different type of way. I'm a whole, it's a whole lot dumber. Yeah, and a whole lot less fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, yeah, that's where I am with this. Didn't didn't move me, but I get it. Yeah. Um. All right. What's uh? What's next? Six. Okay. Six is uh Ava Turn with the Ailing Facade. You can find this. I'll spell it out for you. A e v i t e r n e dot bandcamp dot com. This band is from New York. This is the one our buddy Trey sent in. 
Uh, so I expect some weird virtuoso metal shit. Uh, the first song on here is called Denature. So uh, that's what they, they got queued up to play. We're going to listen to... Actually, you know what? No. Um, I think Trey recommended a song on here. I think he recommended... There's a title track. There is a title track on here. Yeah, The Ailing Facade. He recommended, I think, Stilled the Hollows Sway, the second song on here, which also is... the. A, a, a kind, well, actually, comparatively to the run times on the rest of the it's, stuff it's on right here, in line. it's it's right in line. It's it's not even it's not breaking the top three longest. I don't think so. And we're fine. We're gonna listen to "Stilled the Hollow Sway" by Ava Turn off of the Ailing Facade. Facade.
All right, we just listened to Stilled the Hollow Sway by Ava Turn off of the Ailing Facade. So if, you, um, if you're fam- familiar with the music of Inter Arma, it makes sense that somebody who plays in Inter Arma would submit this band because I think this is, um, there are, there's some obvious uh, overlap between the, the sonic philosophies of these two bands, for I sure. I think so. I will also say what, what Trey said about this band. He said, um, it's like the deformed baby of immolation, early Yesu or late Godflesh, and maybe death spell gore guts. So, so I was going to mention because it says it says immolation and, and, and Godflesh in the little in the overly long write up about Very this band. Very overly long, yes. Um, this reminded me a lot about a much more. Th- this reminded me a lot of some of like the because there was just so much like swirling low end in this sure, and yeah. just r- like roiling drums and yeah. the bass was just sort of swirling behind it all. A lot of this reminded me of Portal sure. in a oh, much yeah, yeah. more digestible way. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, like a lot of that reminded me of you know of Portal in a much more digestible way, and I really like this. And I just want to point out, um, first band, yeah, youthful, exuberant, concerned about relative, relevant, and important shit. Sure, right, and yeah. it gets them out there and it gets them motivated, and hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, spread the fucking message, right? Yeah. Second band, fun danceable quirky hey let's just have a good time mm-hmm. third band absolutely miserable fucking cunts, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, for sure. and what do i like yeah yeah right yeah. the swirling miserable bullshit yes yes the, the morass of dark sounds and impenetrable noise yeah. yeah no this was sick man i i i loved this honestly i was i think i was pretty much in from the word go on this yeah. i kind of was like Okay, this is gonna be good. Uh-huh. I, I'm I'm gonna be able to sit through a six minute song here with no problems at all. This is yeah, like I I think I've said on the show before. I love Inner Arma, but I don't need a lot of other stuff like that unless it is going to perform at the same level uh, in terms of just like being um, uh, like reliably interesting. Uh, where it, you know it goes left, where you think it's gonna go right. Uh, the virtuoso playing helps a lot in the in the context of that band too. I think all of those elements were here, and like I said, I don't think it's a one to one at all. But I think there's some very clear uh, like sonic overlap, and uh, I thought this was was excellently excellently executed, really really good. Um, the bits of like little industrial noise and mm-hmm. percussion that were inserted were done very, very tastefully. Yeah, they didn't even stick out as like separate from the rest. No, of it. they man. fully incorporated. This was mixed really fucking well. Um, the drumming was bonkers, like fucking bananas. Yeah, I, I liked everything about now, this. Now, importantly, yeah, what do our guests think? Indeed. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take this one because, um, as I mentioned, and I didn't know this fully going in, I had seen that imagery um, on social media didn't make the connection. The Mark McCoy artwork. Right. Um, and I thought that that was a striking image when the, I saw it. This piece entitled, what are you guys doing? <laughs> hey, guys, let me in. <laughs> um, but, yeah, as I mentioned um, while it was playing, so Ian, their drummer, I'm acquainted with him because he's in a band called Miasmatic Necrosis, oh, who sure, I booked yeah. a show for back in February, and they're excellent, like, gore death grind in the vein of regurgitation sure. and and, and yeah. those type of things um so yeah um and because i spent time with him we actually had it's funny that it says you know nihilism and existential we had some pretty lengthy philosophical discussions you know related to a variety of things so i you know these are people that are dealing with cerebral subject matter clearly sure. and one thing that we talk about a lot, we were just talking about this 
yesterday in regards to death metal is like I do personally like a high degree of adept musicianship involved in playing as long as it's not sacrificing the the you know the the nature of the song as long yeah exactly yeah, right? exactly like it's keeping the songwriting in mind as opposed to you know letting the the showmanship and right, of yeah. the technique overshadow it right. sure, this is yeah. an example of where they're able to do that they're able to rein that in for the sake of the song and creating the atmosphere and taking you to a place um and I thought the same thing where there was definitely a direct through line with stuff like this to, to Death Spell Omega. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. I remember when that stuff started coming out, and it was kind of an epiphany for me. Where I'm Absolutely. Like, oh, this is where black metal has splintered into this new weird territory that hasn't really been charted so much. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's very adept, very creative, and strange, and atonal and discordant. Mm-hmm. But it's also it's you know it it pulls you in yeah so yeah I feel like this was the same way and yeah I could definitely hear like the immolationy elements and and that so well, I, I did enjoy this quite a bit before we bounce it over to Joe too I just wanted to say that touched on what you just said like touched on something that I think like we've talked about on this show how we love when especially like when young hardcore and punk bands are playing at the upper limits of their technical ability and it sounds like it's coming apart at the seams. I really like when you can tell that a metal band is actually playing below their ability right. to serve the song. Right, right exactly. You They're know harnessing that these, in a way. Yes, these mm-hmm. dudes could be doing a lot more, but yeah. it wouldn't be serving the song. And I, so I appreciate when a band who can clearly play beyond their ability like understands it's it, the necessity of prioritizing songwriting for mm-hmm. sure. Joe, how'd you how'd you like this? I liked it a lot, but um, what I really liked about it versus a lot of bands that are like this. And which kind of usually is kind of like whatever to me, the throwaway element of these bands is like the vocals were more like S-Fix, like sure, early yeah, S-Fix yeah. or like maybe even a little, I don't know, definitely a way different delivery, but he kind of had that like obituary sort of like snarl to the vocals. They just sounded more mean sure, than yeah, yeah. normal vocals on like super involved like yeah. shit like this. But yeah, I like the kind of juxtaposition of like dissonance with the gnarly vocals, and uh, yeah, that was good. I got nothing else to add about it, really. Yeah, it was it great, was really good for mm-hmm. sure. All right, what's uh, what's next? All right, seven. Okay, all right, seven is uh, combat with text me when you get back. You can find this at combatbaltimore.bandcamp.com. So I, I guess I'm going to assume that uh, Ellicott City, Maryland, is a suburb of Baltimore. Uh, let's see, they got the. I think actually this is another song where, uh, or another one where a specific song was recommended. The song Text was recommended, which is the second track on here. So uh, we're going to listen to the song Text by Combat off of Text Me When You Get Back. Yeah. 
isn't enough oh. Everyone seems to be dying And believe me when I say that I'm trying To remain intact But my voice still tracks And I remember they won't come back oh. And nobody's telling me nothing Does everyone hate me? Are they gonna parade me? Are they gonna dream me? to attack I don't know who's got my back He's giving me a heart attack Then you text me when you get back Don't know who's the first to attack <laughs> all right we just heard the song text off of text me when you get back by combat which i think is uh, a solo project first of all i'm gonna take umbrage with the fact that the band name combat was taken by this gentleman <laughs> yeah. absolutely well i don't think it was I necessarily doubt taken. right I, I doubt it's the first right? one right i i i you know what i wish on this band I hope to Christ there's a, a, a an RAC skinhead band called Combat, <laughs> and that when people look up this Combat, they actually find the RAC oi right. oi yeah. stuff. So so I feel like I actually feel surprisingly qualified to speak on this because amongst the four people sitting at this table. I have made the most gay music. Well, <laughs> amongst the four people sitting at this table, yeah, you have you you have certainly waded into this I've, much more. I veered closer to this than anybody. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now: the only thing that I have listened to that sounds remotely like this in yeah. in 20 years uh -huh. is New Creases. Sure, and and New Creases is a remarkably good example of pop punk of this vein, and it's pulling from. I gotta imagine more legit sources of inspiration than this. Yeah, this is this is contemporary in many respects. It's it's a horrible cross section of several terrible things. This is like this sits in. So this was described to me by the submitter Daniel. No shade, my friend, but you you described this to me as indie leaning punk rock. I would describe this as somewhere in the the really the sickening middle section of the diagram between folk punk and pop punk. This is like equal parts like Defiance, Ohio, Planet X, Hard on Your Sleeve, We're Busking Outside the Coffee Shop bullshit as it is like bad contemporary this, pop punk. This is definitely fucking coffee shop bullshit. Yes. This like because a lot of shit like this came mm -hmm. through PA, I mean PA, through through Fort Wayne no within the past 10 years. Sure, yeah. Right, there was a whole thing, right? We yeah. know some people that were that loved this whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Sure. Hated every fucking second of it, right? Yeah. This this is um 
precious and dear to the fucking false. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, for like sure. this is this is precious and dear to the people that want that want to uh um um be safe and sane. Yes. And uh, you will you will never see them at a show that if that this band isn't playing this fucking song. Th- this music is like as on the fringe of subculture as you can be before crossing fully over into just normal the normal world. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so it's also it, it's like it it does serve to illustrate though how fucking pedantic and abs- and absurd the exercise of talking about this shit is because when that first riff came in, right, like. I think we all were like, okay, or right. at least the two of us. As soon as that dude opened his mouth, as soon as the vocal started, we we got sour looks all on our four, fucking all faces. All four of dude. us went like, all four of us, you know, frowny face, and we all started nodding, our, like like shaking our heads side to side, like right. no, like no, it, no. if if this dude had taken a right at the Stemmo. fork, <laughs> if this dude had taken a right at the fork instead of a left, this could have arrived somewhere halfway passable, yeah. but instead it arrived somewhere where I'm I'm. I'm wishing ill. <laughs> you know, I'm finding myself having bad thoughts about. So, sorry, Adam. The Stemlo was an inside joke for you. Stemlo? Yeah. Stemlo. <laughs> From Ega. Oh, yes. Yeah, Stemlo. 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 Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I'm going to, I want to interject yeah, on this before it, this gets brought up by anybody else. So there's like one immediate, like, kind of cultural signifier in here that, like, sets me through the roof. And okay. that has. Any reference, and it's funny because we've had cell phones for so fucking long, yeah. and at this point still, any reference yeah. to commonplace usage usage of, mm-hmm. of cell phones, I immediately get turned off. It, dude, it feels yes. really fucking tacky. Yeah, 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 dude. Like, real, just too easy or something. It's just one of those things that, like, it, you know it's going to date Yes, so badly, dude. There was there was (laughs) a this, and I'm sure this dude loves this fucking band. This is a band that, thankfully, I'm sure none of you guys are aware of, but it's like this really shitty, uh, like contemporary. Well, contemporary as of five six years ago, emo band called Modern Baseball, and uh, they had a song that was like their big big single, and everyone was was pumping it. And I was like, "Ah, let's let's see what this shit is about. And like the one of the first lines of the song references Twitter by name. Right. I was posting on Twitter or something. I said, you got to be fucking kidding me. Get the fuck out of here. And I still have the same visceral reaction that you do. Like, I don't know what it is. It, it, it does. It something feels very tacky about this. You're right, Joe. Like horror movies that their concept centers around haunted cell phones, like shit like that. Like, Give me a fucking break. Yeah. But I'll say this as far as like that initial reaction, like legit what I thought was, oh, this is going to be like, I don't know, New Bomb Turks. Sure, sure. You yeah. know, yeah. some like pretty sick, like garage oriented. Yes. Rock and punk. Exactly. Which, exactly what I thought. You know, like that crop of bands are some of my favorite bands, like. Murder City Devils. Sure. You know, New Bomb Turks. The, so I was like, okay. And then immediately, yes, it was like whiplash. That saccharine, sweet, <laughs> fucking cloying voice. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Right? So, no. No thanks. <laughs> I mean, no I, thank you, ma'am. Th- so so, so I'm going to tell you that th- th- this, like, we were talking about the intersection with, like, younger folks. Yeah. You know, th- and, like, 
hardcore show is like the intersection. There's nothing else we have in common, but we have in common this and this. Yeah. If this starts playing at a hardcore show and you remain in the room as an adult, <laughs> yeah. you're a fucking okay. pervert. You're, okay. you're, yeah. So that was that was that was Hide another thing. Kids. That was yeah. another thing I was gonna say that I I forgot to mention that this definitely exists in that camp of pedophile music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, there's yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. question. Yeah. Like yo, if you're a kid yeah. and this is your band, but you look around and there's a there's a man watching. <laughs> Get the fuck out Leave. of there. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there, man. Yeah, you're in danger. Well, I had a point. Now I kind of can't make it because you just brought that into the mix. But I, was, <laughs> I will start here. First of all, I have the same thing with the phone thing. You know, like I said, it's a little tacky. Whatever, though. I was, I, you know, for younger people, like my dad wouldn't let me have a phone until I was, I didn't have one until I was like 19. Sure. Like yeah. I had to call chicks up because he was like, oh, I know you're going to be sending pecker pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to jail for you, boy. <laughs> but like, the, just the name though, text me when you get back. Yeah. I knew this was going to be way more sassy than I like. Like just, sure. you know, somebody who's old enough to make music still thinks they're cute if they name right. it like that. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, but all I can say is I just... I hope he's getting laid from this. <laughs> right. Like, sure, yeah, yeah, Because like yeah. otherwise, I really don't see an excuse for I hope for she this. texted him when she got back. Right. And, I, and okay. I hope she's 18 and all that, because you brought that <laughs> all in the mix. But, like, I hope that there's that's the motivation here. Sure. Right. Because otherwise, because there's got, like, six supporters. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I would think this would be the thing that would be really popular. Right. Like there would be a lot of the supported by, but it doesn't even have that. It's, so it's I don't a, even know what the fuck he's it, on to. It with is this. an elegant city, Baltimore, though. Yeah, 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 true. I, right. Yeah, but the internet transcends. I mm, mean, sure. That makes it still it still makes a difference in this day and age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Well, you so know. anyways, telephone. I don't machine, need to comment Telephone anymore. machine. <laughs> Text me when you get home, little baby girl, on your telephone machine all night long. <laughs> sports bra, sports bra, electric sports bra. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I genuinely hope that he's banging one of those supporters. Yeah, like, yeah, for if, sure. the, if the 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 currency he's getting out of this, is, right? Yeah, there's I mean, n- there's no other conceivable reason to actively. Are they men or like women this. supporting? Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, banging. Get get what get what you can. Get, get what, what you can. can. Men got holes. Cat. Women got holes. <laughs> you like it? You like it? I Cat. don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, I guess I'm just. Can. I'm like yeah. curious. What this? Who's like? What's this for? You know, like who is yeah, this yeah, yeah. for? This is for children. Yeah. It's, well, I hope not. This, this is for well. This is for children and people who aspire to fuck children, or or it's for children yeah. that are within five years of like, let's have children of our own. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, right, exactly. Right? You don't yeah. think they're gonna f them? Do right you? now, <laughs> right, right now, I'm gonna wear a, a quirky vintage dress and sure. horn rims. Right, right, right. Right. Yes. In five years, I'll be happily married, and we can. You know, fuck off. Yeah, my husband's going to work your in deal, finance. Then fucking do it, right? Sure, yeah, exactly. You know, my deal is in five years to insert gun pull trigger. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's my fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'm, I'm, I might be climbing the clock tower in five years. You <laughs> yeah. know? So, um, okay, let's let's keep it pushing. Let's hopefully push into into brighter, brighter, more satisfying <laughs> territory. Like, this conversation's like, just getting vile. Oh, yeah. All the all the youthful like energetic happy stuff sure. fuck this <laughs> right yes, yeah. and then it's like oh here's a swirling pit of misery yeah, oh yeah. yes <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah. yeah all right uh let's see one okay one is uh one some australian shit uh this is chemical imbalance with uh, Gary the Farmer and the hallucinatory, hallucinatory Cattle Skulls. You can find this at chemical-imbalance.bandcamp.com. 
Uh, this is based out of Sydney. Don't know anything about it at all, other than that it's Australian, and we like a lot of Australian things. Um, I generally don't like bands with names like that. Uh, with or, the, oh, pardon me, with with uh, titles like yes, that. same. It's it, it's uh, Chemical Imbalance, a fine name, but the name, sure. but the name of this release, yeah. I know it, it puts me off for sure. We're going to see which direction they go with this kind of stuff. They got the. Let me tell you this. Yeah. The only reason that I'm giving this a listen to the fact that it's on the show yeah. is it is a strain. Because exactly. if, you, if you're a fucking American band and the name of your fucking release is Gary the Farm and the Hallucinatory Cattle Scattles Calls, yep. fuck off. No, no, sure. Yeah, yeah. Suck me from the Great back. band name, man. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Eat my ass. Um, so let's uh, let's listen to the song they have queued up, which also happens to be the first song on the release. So we're going to listen to Shards by Chemical Imbalance off of their dumb album name.
Okay, so okay. quick correction here. The label is Chemical Imbalance. The band slash album is Gary the Farmer and the Hallucinatories Cattle Skulls. Uh, who wants to Who wants to take this first? I will say, I like Butthole Surfers. I'm glad you brought that up. Love the fucking Melvins. Sure. I fucking hate it when they fuck around like this and waste time on an album with bullshit like this. So sometimes... Sometimes I like it. I was gonna have a so I was gonna have like a similar but inverse thought. So this actually reminded me of a specific song on the first Butthole Surfers record. I can't remember the name of it. I can't remember. It might be Cowboy Bob. It might be Lady Sniff. I can't remember which song it is exactly. But in the concept of that, or in the context of that record, which is like banger after legitimate banger, a track of sort of diversionary uh, noise and nonsense. It fits within the context of that, like sonically, thematically, and I, I think it works very well. But this was four and a half minutes. Exactly. This just as a standalone project. Here's but I a, don't know if that's what the rest of this sounds like. I bet it does because they name check Beefheart in in right. the write up, and like this is clearly aiming to just to to be as deconstructive as possible. And like I said, hyper obvious nods to butthole surfers. In fact, there is a song called uh, Gary Floyd, which is about Gary Floyd, uh, the 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 real man from the Texas punk scene. But like on that record, I there's too there's too many coincidental things here for this to not obviously be an homage to a, a partial sonic and like thematic homage to butthole surfers. But like. Yeah, man, like on paper, I really appreciate the, the idea of getting together and making a racket and being off-putting, but the novelty of it for me is is long gone because, yeah, dude, Beefheart, Be Beefheart took it to the outer limits well, it's, a long time ago. The four you know? of us were talking about this, or the three of us were talking about this. I think you were involved in the conversation. We're talking about like singular entities, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. And you and I hit on it. And, and Adam and, and Joe and I were talking about this earlier today where, you know, like there are certain entities. Glenn Danzig sure. is one of them, right? The, we talked about like GT. Mm -hmm. What is the difference between, you know, just flat out plagiarism and homage, sure, right? Yeah. That you just can't do because what they were doing is not a put on. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, even the butthole surfers. Yeah. They were fucking deranged acid freaks from Texas. Right. And maybe this person is, but I, I doubt it. Yeah. I, like yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. much more organic thing. I and doubt he's getting his dick sucked on stage while he's on off of 10 hits of acid fucking waving a shotgun. Around, right. You know? and, 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 and you just, and the same thing with Beefheart. Like right. that dude was a fucking weirdo. Absolutely. A real weirdo. Yes. Not a sure. weirdo on tape. Right. Right. Like yeah. he was weird before he did anything. Right. Right. Yeah. And his very presence probably made a lot of people uncomfortable. For sure. And yes. to to even have the fucking gall yeah. to say that I'm gonna do something like that. Right. You but you're not because you're not as organically fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right. So I, I it gets what we were saying, there were certain things you just can't fucking emulate. Yep. 
because it wasn't a put on in the first place. For sure. Yeah. So the whole time I'm thinking, well, have you heard of a little band called Captain Beefheart and his magic band? Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, I can't really necessarily reiterate any stronger what you guys already said. You know, I talk about swans a lot in those regards. And sure. I think about swans so much in terms of, you know, <clears throat> when you think about science and evolution and how things have come to be, and if you're looking at it from a certain angle, like the confluence of elements that happened to all come at once at the right time to make things the way they are now. Sure. Like, on Earth, sure. like make Earth livable. Mm -hmm. I kind of like microcosmically kind of extrapolate that to certain musical entities. Oh, like absolutely. Swans, yeah. Swans is one of those things where it's like yep. the right place, right time, almost miraculous right. that those individuals were able to meet right. at that time with someone like Michael Girard, who is clearly like the visionary of a band like that. And if you know anything about his history, clearly had like this crazy upbringing to make him what he like sure if you've ever met michael Girard, like i i met him once when he when they played in indianapolis and i i wanted to go up and, and you know talk to him you're one of those folks i am one we of those folks. why would you do that <laughs> why would you fucking do that my mine was more why would you take a picture with this person or bother them in public if you're at a show and you, you happen to strike well i was a buying a record and yeah, he was yeah, there sure. so and i wanted to talk to him about mm -hmm. it yeah but sure. it's one of those things where and you look in his eyes, and he was one of those type of people where he's looking through you. Right. Right. You know? Sure. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's the same thing, like, with this. It's just, like, it's hard for me to accept that there is that same confluence of individuals all doing this. Right. To make something singularly unique. Yeah. Right. It's, it's clearly a facsimile of other cool things that had been done like with Beefheart like almost 60 years ago right. yeah. at and, this point. But but the thing is like with Beefheart like without knowledge of like the person mm -hmm. it's not nearly as interesting. Mm -hmm. Right. Like knowing about the personalities that that went into and the process sure. that went into it yeah is for me what makes like Trout Mask Replica compelling. Sure. Right. Yes. Right, because it was like with that album in particular, it was like a boot camp. Right. Right. Like it was feeding yeah. them fucking peas. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and like, like that. But, but like, and knowing how, like, yeah. And so, because he couldn't play any instruments himself, right. he just kind of like wrote it in his head and said, "Okay, do something. You know what? And here I'm going to feed you these fucking scraps. Get it done." Yeah. Yeah. And without the without the knowledge of like who Beefheart is. Like or, or or like 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 the personalities behind it, like who the band was and, and and like what the impetus was for. It's not, it's it's not as interesting without that component. Yeah. And it's like this: like if I don't know this dude, mm -hmm. and I don't know what the it, this is fucking garbage. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yep. Maybe in a in a different light. Like we looked up the wrong band on Discogs, and there was some fat gray Canadian like blues rocker. Yeah. And Adam was like, "Oh, if it's this guy, I fucking love <laughs> this." Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like if I have some context and some personality to stick this to. Sure. It's cool. If you know you know anything about like the butthole surfers yeah right then okay like those dudes were on one yeah right and that's what makes it compelling when they're when when they're fucking off on a track like that yeah i still fucking hate it right because i want you to go yeah right but um 
without any context for like who this person is, what their motivations are. Are they a fucking real one or are they just some fucking, you know, dude from fucking Sydney fucking around on, on a lark? Sure. That's not interesting. Yeah. Well, and to reference something that's fairly fresh in your back catalog now of episodes, you guys talked about like Keg Sands Pub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like when you listen to enough of this stuff and you can A, B, like what is genuinely outsider like freak weirdo stuff and yeah. things like this. It's like you can tell there's a contrivance to it. Yeah. That with that stuff, it's like, oh, these guys, you know, are just kind of like they're genuinely doing their fucking thing. Yep. So, right. yeah. And Joe, you don't have to wait for us to, 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 to stop talking. You can tell us to shut up and, and go yeah, for it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I got no, I have, <laughs> I have you love this. nothing to say. This about is right up your alley, <laughs> right? Everything all I know, you want. The riffs, it's got the fucking, the, the, the riffs, <laughs> the hook. So, all I know about it is that it was a pain in my ass to listen <laughs> to. Yes, it was. And, uh. I I just want to hear the pentatonic scale, man. You, you mean this? Didn't, <laughs> you want to hear some this, Chuck Berry? This licks. didn't Absolutely. hit you the same way Hawkwind does. It, it didn't hit me. Yeah, it didn't hit me the same way. Like maybe Back in Black by ACDC. Right, right, right. It didn't quite have the same punch. I would have rather it been a little farther into that. Sure. Sure. Sphere. Sure. Okay, Leo. Let's. So we've only gotten through five bands. Let's do another. Well, let's do. Let's do two more if we can. We'll run a little bit long, and we'll for because this is a two guest episode. Yeah, it's a special occasion. We'll we'll forego messages. It's a very. It's a very special. We can do the fucking messages. You should do the messages. It's my favorite part of the show. We can do do the messages. Like your hang up. Gonna get out of here in an hour and a half. (laughs) No, we're already well over an hour. Give. I mean. Give the people what they want. Yeah, this is a special episode. Okay. Deluxe. It's a vi- I mean, vi- this very special episode is Saved by the Bell. <laughs> okay, what's the next? The kids fucking suck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Four. Okay. Four is uh, four is combust. Oh, fuck. At the very... <laughs> at the- oh, fuck me. <laughs> At the very least, we're gonna get something. Uh, okay, we're gonna get the most straight-ahead right. presentation. I was gonna of, say, at this point, I just want to hear somebody play a fucking riff. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. You, I'm Does anybody you. play their guitar? Yeah, I'm gonna sure. tell you right now. Yeah. I, just the company we're keeping. Yeah. I'm, and, and then looking at this, <laughs> I am keyed. Right. Okay. Sure. Graffiti logo. Right. 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 Yawn. I actually, actually kind of think the art's cool. The, the art is cool for the album. I think that's bad, sick. Graffiti banner at the top of the band camp page. Yeah, that's sure, sure. Yawn, right? Yeah. Uh, NYHC, after your name, yawn, streetwear, no. All right, just give them <laughs> uh, a chance. The big game, you are no. front, you are, You're front-loading it a lot, I, but I, 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 I might just why. sit. I, I, I think I've already, no matter <laughs> what happens, yeah. I've committed to not liking this. Uh-huh. Yeah. I might just sit it out. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah, try to open your heart up. Okay. Um, the big game the big seems game's like... An in, there's no way it's not an intro. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be an intro. It's a minute six. Let's let's just jump into track two, because I want to know why these fellas hate. Why do they hate? Why do you hate? Tell me. What do you hate? What do you hate, and why do you hate I'm going to tell you what. It's very important that you hate the right things. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. So. We gotta know <laughs> right we gotta get to the bottom of this they are these got, guys racist or not they got lyrics here so like they're they're confirmed not racist uh so we're they got lyrics here so we can we can suss it out so we're gonna listen to why i hate by combust off of another life all right
So we just heard why I hate bike and bust off of their record. Another life. I'm not sure how much consensus there's going to be on this. So I will just lead lead with saying I actually liked this a shit ton. One thing that we that we harp on with this particular style of hardcore on this show often is that it it is very often pulling from influences that are far too contemporary for me to give a shit about. It feels like too much of a a, a, a it's. The mo- most modern iterations of this just don't move me. It's too far from the source. For this, this was this felt very sonically close to the original influences. Sure, this was breakdown. This was killing. Totally. This was yeah. killing time. Yeah, yeah. This was really close to that. I mean, they are doing a, a pretty close to a a purist like interpretation of that stuff, and I really appreciated that about this. I thought the riffs were fun. Like on on one sta- on one on one hand, like. There's not that much you can do with this formula, formula, so you're getting kind of a bog standard approach to this. But on the same token, I think it was expertly done. They clearly know what they're going for. They're staying inside a particular box because they obviously want to emulate a very particular thing. And I thought this did a really good job at it. And I also am going to say, I thought the lyrics for this were surprisingly good for a band of this genre. Yeah, I, I feel that it didn't rely on a lot of the, the no. typical tropes. And I feel this, too. Like, you know, can't share my fire with the mentally weak. Uh, you know, that's why I hate everything I love. They infiltrate, clearly getting at the idea that anything that you genuinely love is is uh, constantly um, devalued by by morons and posers. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, I, we'll say... Um Got a pretty high opinion of yourself there, bud. Yeah, sure, I do. I yeah. like I like myself. I like my life. Yeah. Um, you know, if I didn't have a high opinion of of myself on some level, I I would probably be. I would have been dead a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. That's gangster talk. Yeah, that's right. Give it give it time. Yeah. Well, no, I had a really low opinion of myself, and then it got better over the time because I tried. Henry, to, Henry Rollins talked you out. Yeah, that's right. He talked me you out. You listen to me. some Rollins band. Yeah, I was like, hey, man, Hank feeling got, pretty good. Yeah, Hank got you pumped. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's gotten me pumped a few times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so how would everybody else feel about this? Um, so I will say that, yeah, I mean, 
I, I was really preloaded going into this, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to hate this. Right, right. Um, I, it's why I hate, right? I, wa- <laughs> I, I wanted to hate this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I found myself, like, coming back and be like, actually, there's loads of stuff in, like, the, the originators of this stuff yeah. that I like. Exactly. And this yeah. is very close to that original recipe. Yeah. So I'm I'm not going to say, no, I didn't like this. I, I actually thought this was pretty good. Do I want to see these guys live? No. Sure. I don't want to be in that 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 fucking show. Right. Um, I, I do. I'll, I'll step up to that. You I'll, know, I'll, no, I'll, because I'll especially because if this band is playing a, a show with four other bands, mm-hmm. this is the only one I like. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. almost it's that's almost a certainty. Sure. Right. Um, so you know this isn't you know it's no secret that New York hardcore of this ilk isn't generally my favorite. Sure. But if you're gonna play an era of New York hardcore. Um, this is the one I want to hear. Yeah, I right. Agree. And so you know, yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I think this is pretty good. I thought that, I thought it was well done. I thought it sounded fucking good. Yep. It wasn't knuckle dragons, you know, bullshit about unity in the streets or anything like that. For sure, which is fucking malarkey. Yes, um, <laughs> it's so, indeed malarkey. <laughs> yeah. So like this was this was pretty fucking decent. I, I kept I kept I kept waiting for it. Like there was that breakdown part, and I was like, oh, it's losing me right here. Yeah kind of did they didn't they didn't but they didn't go all in on yeah. that that would have totally sh- that would have totally flushed this for me sure if they'd have just adopted like the mod okay now we got to speak a modern parlance of this sure right and let's put in the full-on fucking breakdown right nope yeah for but sure they didn't yeah pretty good yeah i was just so happy to not hear the last band <laughs> and i think i like this so much because of that and the uh i thought like for this type of thing I thought the vocalist was awesome. Yeah, yeah he like, sounded good. It yeah. was way more like snarly and like getting to business. Sure. You know, kind of like he's, there wasn't like any corny mosh call outs really. There wasn't were any, like there wasn't any annoying, you know what I mean? Dracula, Roger Murray in there or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, uh, no, none of that, none of that. And none of like, his voice wasn't, there was no like affectation. Sure. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Plus, I just was so happy to hear something that sounded like it had some testosterone to it. I, think. <laughs> yeah. like, I just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't do another five minutes of what the fuck ever we've had the yeah. last couple bands of. So, uh, yeah, sure. that was all right. Okay. And uh, I don't think I would have even, I mean, I think I'd still like it all right, but I can't really understate how much more I liked that because of what, I mean, those last two bands just fucked my mood up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, and not in like I'm in a bad mood, but they just fucked my head up. Sure, you yeah, look yeah, yeah. put really, me in a place that like really fucked me up. Yeah, you yeah. look legitimately bummed from the from the moment that 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 uh, Gary Farmer started playing. Yeah. Until we stopped talking, I was about going it. through yeah. some shit. Yeah. It genuinely instigated a chemical imbalance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right yeah. here, right. Good job, dickhead. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> Bump me out. Yeah, I'm I'm with the team here. Like, I genuinely like that as well, and it. It represented that style in in this more modern iteration, yeah, pretty tastefully. And there was some really creative within like the limited, you know, frame of this type of music. There was some pretty creative developments to the song. There was one part there towards the end where they did like you know like kind of like a a turnaround before the breakdown. I was mm-hmm. like, ah, yeah, I like that. That was sick. And yeah, have to play with it a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and clearly these dudes could play. There was like a drum fill that perked my ears up in there. I was like, "Oh, that's re- that's that's very sick." It was very tight. Yeah, it was very very tightly played. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. yeah, this is a band. Like I said, I've been like passingly familiar with for a while because I I have friends who are I think friends with 
the people in this band and uh i've heard other folks talk about them and i just like i haven't i haven't actively checked it out but yeah it's real good i i i, very, I think this band is like kind of starting to pop a little bit and like makes sense this this appeals to a broad swath of people and it's very well done so do we uh do we want to call it there on music then and and, and listen to some messages because like we we had a lot we had a lot of bullshit um, with something really, really good thrown in the middle and then kind of punctuated by a, a really excellent example of a particular form. Yeah, and I'm not sure what else we have in here. I mean, that's Gumstrike, but I'll, you know, there's, I, there's I'm almost guaranteed. I, I think I actually listened to it, but I'm almost guaranteed to like that. There's a couple things in here that I could absolutely see myself liking. Uh, but that said, we're, we have a, a decent amount of messages, a handful of messages. We're going to go long on this regardless, even if we pivot to messages now, right. which I'm totally fine with. Uh, but if we get another band in the mix, we're going real, real long. What do you guys think? Yeah, what's, what do our guests think? It don't make a fuck. Why don't you go ahead and roll them die? Roll okay, all right. all right. Come on. Right. I'm going to defer right. to the guests. Yeah. All right. One. Okay. One is uh, Pitva. You can find this at uh, Static Age Music with a K dot Bandcamp dot com, which is a label based out of Berlin, Germany. I think this is the stuff that was described to me as post punk. It it looks post punk. Uh, it's this, all blue. It's all from blue. projection tubes. Yep, sure. So this is a self titled release. Uh, I don't know anything about this band at all. Um, they have got the song Past queued up to play, so we're gonna listen to Past by the band Pitva. <laughs> heard the song passed by the band Pitva off of their self-titled record I'm gonna keep it real super super brief here um, I am unequivocally a fan of this style of music and yet for reasons that probably are so pedantic that they're not even worth stating out loud uh, this this didn't really move me that's that's really all I got to say about it. I have no real beef with it just didn't really love it go ahead Adam yeah same um, I, I do genuinely like this type of stuff but there's a saturation point right now yep. with it where it's like 
you got to be really bringing your A game on it. I mean, this is like stuff like Diot, clearly, yeah. you know, in the, in in that school. Sure. And sure. Um, sure. <clears throat> you know, my girlfriend plays in a band that kind of runs within this sort of circle, so I get to see a fair amount of this stuff happening now. You know, to be able to pick through it and mm-hmm. see what what's good and what's not so good. Yeah, it's just it wasn't really a lot of di- dynamics to it. It was yeah. kind of just keeping it that steady kind of clip the whole time and. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't roiling my blood. Sure. Go ahead, Joe. Um, yeah, I mean, they're just carried away with themselves with that chorus and reverb shit. I mean, it just sounded like a wash with the drums kind of tightened it up a little bit. And, you know, what I mean, it had some catch with that. But, I mean, I'm not even sure what I was supposed to feel with. I mean, it was just kind of like background noise to me. So, yeah. Yep. yeah. It was very skeletal. There was yeah. almost nothing on right. there for me to, to latch on to. I almost and, feel and like maybe the next song was a development on the idea that, like, I would need to hear to even have context and, of and that song. Sure, that's yeah. what I was going to say is, like, I, I, don't, I don't even know if there was enough information in that track <laughs> that we heard mm-hmm. for me to say anything about yeah, this. Because sure. it has elements of everything that, like, a lot of stuff that I really like. Yeah. But this just felt like a framework mm-hmm. for something better. Yeah, I agree. So I'm probably actually going to revisit this tomorrow. Sure. And just listen to the next song or pick a couple other tracks. My general rule of thumb is if you have like, I don't know, 10 songs and I like two of them, mm-hmm. I probably like most most of what's happening. You probably, know, like, yes. like I, th- I feel like if I'm going in, I don't know what you're about and you got two tracks on a record that I like, mm-hmm. I'll probably at least be okay with the rest of it. Sure. I, I will say, according to the write-up below this, Jensen Ward has glowing things to say about this. So that's a, a shining endorsement. He is Who's a man that? of impeccable taste. He is so a man of impeccable it's, taste. It's hard, it's hard to deny his word as yeah, gospel. For sure. But yeah. no one's perfect. Jensen's, Jensen, Jensen Ward. Jensen's Ward. Jensen's Ward. Jensen's Ward. Jensen Ward's Word is. Ward. Ward's Worth. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's listen to some messages then. All right. Yo, um, do you think I'm just like thinking about this whole Czech Republic language conversation you guys are having on this episode? Do you think that these fucking languages are like mad similar to each other? And that's why these European motherfuckers can speak like six of them? Cause like how, how much different, like, like you can like drive through one country in, in like four hours. How much different do you think these fucking languages are from each other? Like, they can't be that much different, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. Fucking, I don't know what the point of this call is, but yeah, I just, I just think about like, as a dude in Austria and a dude in Hungary, like, are they really speaking that different of a language that like, you couldn't if you learned one of the languages you couldn't just understand what the other guy was saying doesn't seem doesn't seem plausible to me (laughs) (laughs) i agree with him 100 (laughs) percent. yeah man i mean with my with my really rudimentary knowledge of of linguistics i i think it both does and doesn't work like that like this is maybe a, a, a gross oversimplification of like a fundamental truth that you're getting at, especially when you're talking about like dialectic differences, you know, like there, there are certainly like 
in a, like a regional area, you have like various regional dialects that are marginally different from one another uh, that maybe have like some um, like there's crossover between understanding and stuff. And like, I guess like, yeah, you, you there's some of that. But <laughs> they, I, I will say, I mean, I've been to Western Europe uh, for a month and I only went to like four or five countries, but I, I think they were pretty. There were some pretty distinct languages being spoken there. Yeah, sure. I mean they they have much different. Some yeah. of them have very different roots. So I, so here I'm gonna I'm gonna draw just say this. Yeah, Papua New Guinea. Mm-hmm. There are like 830 languages spoken in Papua New Guinea. Yeah, it has a, a land mass about the size of Nevada. Yeah, right about sure. you know 260 thousand kilometers, mm-hmm. and there's 800 and some odd languages. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of a similar thing. Like they're all so fucking, you know. What what are the roots? You know what I mean. What yeah. is the and 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 I I am almost certain. Like I am almost certain that Adam probably has yes. done a bit more reading in this than I, I have. Like yeah. I've read the third chimpanzee. I've read some Jared Diamond shit where they talk about this sort of stuff. Yeah, and you know, um, a lot of it is based on you know, geography and resources and geographic boundaries and things like that. That's one of the reasons yeah. why Papua New Guinea has so many different languages because it's a mountainous country with isolated tribes and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, a lot of folks in Europe speak so many languages, maybe because of similarity, also because of necessity. Sure. If if Michigan and Illinois and Kentucky and Ohio spoke different languages from Indiana, we'd, mm-hmm. have, to, we'd have to speak five languages. Sure. Yeah. But we don't. Yeah, so, I think. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I imagine Adam's probably the most qualified to speak on this out of anybody at this table. Qualified. Um, we, we'll throw some, we'll throw some co- quotes around right. that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, that's why I said the most out of these people. Right. Well, yeah, because I in fact had brought it up to you guys before about like prime example the Finnish language sure. being so distinctly different from other Scandinavian countries unto itself that yeah. it's like its lineage is almost more related to Hindu mm-hmm. or like, you know, s- something from like the Indian subcontinent mm-hmm. than it is from any Germanic, sure. you know, Western European origin. So you have that as a prime example right there. Hungary unto itself, which is like nestled amongst all of these Slavic countries, Slavic like origin countries, like the Czech Republic, Poland, Slovenia, Slovakia, that their language unto itself is completely alien mm-hmm. in terms of like like how it formed sure in relationship to those right? might, might then, we also might we also mention um hungary uh currently uh un- under the uh, domain of aspiring dictator and known cur victor orban <laughs> yeah, an important note I will also say like my my little my little bit of like <clears throat> personal history with this is that uh, like my great grandparents were like off the boat Romanians Romanians and Romania is an interesting example as well just because like it is Romanian as the name implies like Romanian is a Romance language but it is nestled in with uh, a lot of Eastern Bloc countries so it's kind of it's a Romance language with 
uh, some Slavic vocabulary, but you have like the grammatical construction of the language is is based on is based on Latin. You know what I mean? So that's an oddity, and I think a lot of this shit just depends on like who moved there and when, and like who settled you and stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, well and I, I wanted to point out also the Basque country, which is in Spain. Sure. Totally also, different. another example where they have a completely unique language in northern Spain because of whatever geographical right. circumstance. But as far as like all of them kind of knowing how to, I mean, yes, to a certain degree that is true, but when you get into Poland and some of these like Eastern European, they don't speak yeah. the other languages like Western Europe more so. Sure. And that has to do with the fact that they just have a better educational system right, where they're, yeah, yeah. they're all taught multiple languages early on. Whereas mm. here, we're all a bunch of fucking dunkles and we're yeah. all taught that like our language is the dominant one. Not so, only our, not only our language, but mm -hmm. uh, we're the dominant ones. We're the dominant ones. We're well, the, we're the yeah. The, po the Poles can't even speak Polish. The best there is, the best there ever was, the best there ever, <laughs> ever will be, right? It does yeah. make you like wonder though, like you saying that, why can't like we all just speak English? <laughs> yeah. well, here, here, What's so I think, hard about it? So I think that I think the takeaway is an answer to the to call it the caller's comment and question is who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I ain't a linguist, motherfucker. <laughs> you think I am Noam fucking Chomsky yeah, exactly. over here? <laughs> to say I ain't Noam Chomsky. What the fuck you think we are, smart? <laughs> yeah, for All sure. All right, Gives someone's getting the smarty pants. <laughs> All right, let's hear the next one. Ah, this is Syrapet. So I just wanted to let you guys know that there is a archival punk and hardcore website, not nearly as extensive or in-depth as the gatekeeping fucking nerds at Metallum, but it was called Kill From The Heart. It was named after the Dicks album. Um, I think it could only be found on the Wayback Machine now. But uh, yeah, that was a really great fucking resource for finding mostly North American, but some international punk bands. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that's it. Uh, yeah, fingerboarding's fucking dumb. And uh, shout out Dungeon Death Fest and Rapid Decay. Okay. All right. So yeah, that was that was Syruphead recording. So so yeah, I uh, I did want to bring that up actually when you guys had that episode mentioning Kill from the Heart. Yes, I do remember that. Right. And yes, that was a long fucking time ago. Yeah, I, that, I vaguely remember its existence. And it is a great resource when it did exist. But like that guy, because he was clearly doing it while he was like in grad school or something. Mm -hmm. He just gave up. Sure. sure yeah. You yeah. know so, why? Because he grew the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm saying, like, the punks are not as fucking devoted because if he had, if he had a fraction of the devotion that a metalhead has, sure. even though he doesn't like it, right, he would still find a way to fucking host it or do something. If 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 you get your dick sucked hard enough, it sucks all of the punk ambition right out of your body, and that's probably what happened <laughs> to that gentleman. I think that's probably what what became of that project. Yeah. Well, you know. The people on Metal Archives definitely aren't getting the metal sucked out and of their dick. And that's what I'm saying, they, right? Their yeah. dick is pumped full of <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're backed up. Backed up. Yeah, for sure. So I, maybe that's the key difference there. Maybe punks fuck and, and metalheads don't. Maybe I that's it. I think that's it. safe to say. Sure. Yeah. I mean, unless it's like... We were actually just talking about that. About, yes, that punks definitely are getting it more yeah. than oh, incel, yeah. fucking abstinent, celibate... Craft beer clutching, right? Battle I, vest wearing fucks. Sure. I have met the metal guys that are really slick, that are like on another level of any right punk guy 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a different that's a you different I mean? level though, man. That's yeah, they're, like they're operating on that Wemmy level. Right, that exactly. Point, that's a different that's a totally different national. That's like those motherfuckers can wear like boot cut pants and nobody <laughs> even says shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. fuck, that guy gets it, man. <laughs> yeah, man I'd sure. fuck him. Yeah. Uh okay, so we got we got two uh Two D Smokey Johnson calls in a row. Let's just tackle them back to back, as we often do when he does this. Sure. Now together they still run about a minute thirty. Exactly. So, so he's he's good. We're not breaking any rules. Yeah. Hey, D Smokey Johnson here. Uh, you guys were talking about <clears throat> Cincinnati, and they were saying they liked the record shop there. Just curious if it was the same one that I liked from there. Uh, would this record shop happen to be Torn Light Records? I uh, used to go there, got a fucking New Scrush EP there, got a, uh, oh, got the, the best record in my humble collection there, which is uh, the 2007, I believe, Trapped Under Ice demo on Clear. Uh, good record shop. I don't really care for many record shops. All the ones in my town fucking suck. Uh, Nashville just peddles hipster bullshit. You can't find a good metal record to save your ass here. Uh, so yeah, if that's the one, fucking sick. Peace. No, it's it. Oh fuck. Yeah, he's got another. Well, we can tackle that one Let's first. Tackle that. So no, it's not. It's shake. Shake it. Yeah, shake. It's my record store of choice in Cincinnati. Um, also, I, I, of anyone at this table, I'm probably the only uh, trapped under ice super fan. I would say they hit me at exactly the right time at the, at the right age. I was obsessed with that demo when it came out. Still though, if that's the if that's the the crown jewel of your collection, <laughs> hey, you know? I'm just saying. Everybody's got to start somewhere. That's true. Uh, also, yeah, man, Nashville record stores are fucking awful. I don't like Nashville in general, like, as a place. Uh, but trying to record record shop there is a, is a fucking nightmare. Because it's like all of the dollar bin records are 20 fucking dollars because you have tourists there and their big, wide-brimmed, stupid fucking hats with their little tiny dogs and their dumb fucking babies. I, I remember... The main thing that I was interested in Nashville was just simply eating. Sure, yeah, of course. I mean, I, I ate an entire barbecue platter. Yeah. And then immediately looked across the street at a place that was famous for its triple cheeseburgers. <laughs> and I was like, well, that sounds pretty good. And I walked across <laughs> the street and got like a triple cheeseburger meal. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. You bang banged. Yeah, yeah. why not? I, when I, in Nashville, bang bang. <laughs> sure. I had a fried bologna sandwich at a place that sold cowboy boots. Okay. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Some dude was playing like, uh, what was he playing? It, was it, it doesn't yeah. matter. It was, you know what I mean? The same, some guy from, you know, like I like old country. Oh, sure. well, all right mm. enough. You know what I yeah. mean? But it's just like, I don't know. The same shit you've heard, you know, hey, good looking. Sure. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Right. It was, it was so cheesy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was just so, oh, and it was funny because... The Titans played the Baltimore Ravens, so everyone around me was a Ravens fan. So I was in Nashville doing that, and everybody's talking with a thick Baltimore accent. So it was really weird. That's like, really bizarre. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have was having this conversation actually just recently about how Nashville being such a storied, legendary music town, mm -hmm. and like, yeah, I like some old country too. Like that's you know part of my you know interests, but like for like specifically what we all like collectively it's bullshit there's yeah. never been a decent metal or punk scene there and it's like wild to me that like that has never existed in a city of that size city of that size is supposed to be a music capital mm -hmm. yeah. a legendary music well, it's capital. a music capital for millionaires making music yeah, yeah. yes for sure <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, maybe a musical ca- music capital or fucking retards. You know what I mean? Whoa, hey, hey maybe your big fucking floppy hat's a little too tight there. <laughs> hey, you've been you've been fucking the cows a little bit hard there, buddy. <laughs> hey, you've been you've been giving the boots to that old baloney hole in Nashville. Huh? Yeah, I think I, I think the horse dick done touched your brain. <laughs> hey, look at them fucking ditties on the cows over there, man. I'm a cowboy. I'll go get some of that. We're going to milk this horse and write a song about it, huh? Because <laughs> that's what they want. Yeah, they go, they, they suck I, horse cock in Nashville. I, I, would lo- I would love country music. Instead of, if, 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 instead of country country vocalists like trying to sound like banjos, yeah, yeah, yeah. if that's what they sounded like, going, yeah. well, hey, good looking. You got some nice pair of fucking tits over there. Hey. <laughs> like that was the fucking shit. For some reason, they all sound like want to be Tony Soprano. Yeah, they yeah, they right? all want to be Andrew Dice Clay. I, Andrew okay, Dice they, Clay. All, they all want to be Andrew hey, Dice Hey, good Clay. looking hickory dickory doc. <laughs> hey, Stugats. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like, you know. Fucking horseshit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's let's listen to D. Smokey Johnson's next message. Hey, D. Smokey Johnson here. Uh, I just want to say that band uh, Huff Your Enemies. What was it? Uh, Sniff Your Enemies. You know the enemies band with the genocide song. That was the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. Um, someone should do genocide on them, if you ask me. Their whole band. Let's call up uh, Russia and see what they think about it. Uh, or, you know, you know me, Mr. Loose with Guns, D. Smokey Johnson, you could just come to my house and, uh, I could shoot an apple off of your head and miss. Um, <laughs> there's some pussy music, man. Bye. So I think we're learning more about Smokey, mm-hmm. and that I think he was the one shooting <laughs> shit off of yeah. his friend's head. Yeah, and that that be. that call towed the line of you maybe needing to edit it out. <laughs> at, at a point, I thought that was going to get like kind of like, uh oh. I don't think so. Some legalities think, might get involved with that. No, nah, man. I think he's he's just he's. He's making a joke on our comedy podcast, which I put in the tags of every episode of this show for no particular reason. That's right. Um, I just didn't know where he was going when he said, you know, I'm loose with the guns. I'm right. like, oh, shit. Yeah, this for motherfucker sure. really hates this band. Trust me, we've we've veered f- much farther into the territory of <laughs> potential legal considerations. Uh, Fair enough. But again, this is for any... For any agents listening currently, this is a comedy podcast on which everything said is just a joke. <laughs> how, how, how could you take anything a man called D. Smokey Johnson says seriously? Sure, exactly. All right, we got one more message. Rats on Rats. I think you're thinking of Love My Way by Psychedelic Furs. Um, it's that like blink, 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 blink. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe it's not. Anyways, that's what I fucking heard. So, you know, if you heard that, cool. If you didn't, fuck off. Yeah, no, that, that, so I actually, I just, I brought on, brought up Rats on Rafts um, just before we started recording because I said I listened to um, their, like, their full length that came out last year and I liked it a lot and I thought it was sick. But no, the song that, that, um, the track that we were listening to was evoking was not Love My Way by Psychedelic Furs. I fucking love Psychedelic Furs. I recently revisited some of my favorite records by that band. Uh, and no, I didn't think it was particularly evocative of that track, but, but Tim Neff thought that. So God bless Tim Neff. Um, I'm sick. 
Thanks for calling in. When did we listen to this band? On Hell Week. Oh, I have no recollection of this. It's real good. Is it? Yeah, it's real good. Okay. Yeah, it's quite good. I'll have to check, and, and, and I, I need to review my bookmarks. Yeah, 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 for because sure. Because everything I liked, I did, like, you know, okay, yeah. I'll check that back later, and I didn't. So. Yeah, it was on the Hell Week episode that I just got edited and uploaded a few days ago. Okay, I, yeah, because I was like, when you mentioned it, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's 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 real solid. Okay. So, all right, cool. We anybody have any clothing closing thoughts? We got a text. Oh, we have a text. Okay. I think. Let, let me let me check here. Nah, it's from last week. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's the I just forgot to delete that. Okay. Anybody have any closing thoughts? No. Okay, sick. Me can, can I can I plug a thing or two? Yeah, yeah. Is, go for is it. That, hey, uh, that's why that's why we have it on there. Sell yourself. All right, that's right. So, um, for anybody existing in the Pacific North. West Seattle, greater area. Uh, June 12th, we're bringing uh, Demolik from Finland and Divine Eve. Is it Demolik or Demolich? It's Demolik. Okay. Well, potato, potato, whatever. You call them whatever you want, man. Right. Um, De- uh, Demolik and Divine Eve uh, and Fetid are going to be playing at the Clock Out Lounge. That's Sunday. So come on out for that. And also, um, Ace of Alex has a record coming out, hopefully September-ish, on Nate's favorite label, Twenty Bucks Spin. Sure, uh, I think I think Twenty Bucks Spin solid. I just think they overdo it with the fuck. Yeah, how variants. many variants are going to be of that record? Twelve, thirteen. Oh, hopefully, hopefully Sick. twenty. Awesome. Um, I can't wait. Uh, uh, the new record's entitled Theothanatology. Okay, and um, it's about Thanos. Yes. Sick. I love the Avengers. So, yeah, I'm glad you're doing like a Marvel theme. Snapping thing. your fingers and blowing up the universe. So yeah, I just wanted to. Plug those couple of things. Okay, that are cool, cool. Out. So, Joe, you got the new Hell Regal stuff? Uh, hellregal.bandcamp.com. That's H E L L R I E G E L.bandcamp.com. Got a brand new release. Grab the pre order from No Mames Distro. There you go. It's real it's, good. It's good. It's, it's real good. Um, all right. If you want to submit music, it is demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash demolistenpodcast. If you want to call and leave a message, it's 260-222-8341. You can also text us, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. All right.